Welcome, and thank you for joining us for Heart for Iran's webinar series, where each month we speak with one of our partners who has the same passion and heart for Iran as we do. Coming up, we have our very own Dr. Mike Ansari, President of Heart for Iran Ministries, and David, Heart for Iran's Director of Development, who will be discussing why Iran needs our support in the persecutions they face, and how Heart for Iran is dedicated to see the Great Commission happen through powerful ministry partnerships. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Heart for Iran webinar. Uh, today is Giving Tuesday, and we're really excited to be here uh, with you. Uh, we've got a great uh, time planned to go through some really uh, important updates and information, uh, but we're all about Giving Tuesday today, and we really want to celebrate with you what God's doing and really your generosity. Be thankful for you at the same time. So uh, it's going to be a good good show today, and I um, appreciate you guys joining us on social media and live in the webinar. If you have questions, be sure to leave those uh, in the webinar or on social media. We will get those and try to get to your questions uh, during the topic today. So uh, as normal, I'm here with my co-host, uh, Dr. Mike Ansari. Mike, welcome to the show today. Welcome to Giving Tuesday. Thank you so much, David. It's a joy to be with you guys, folks. Uh, we are going to give you some really interesting uh, and recent updates about the country of Iran, about God's work in Iran, the politics, the pulse of the region, and also a little uh, conversation about Afghanistan, things that matter to you, things that you have been asking us about for the past year. Our goal is to be able to be a compass of, of what God is doing in the, in the country of Iran and how you could best uh, either partner with, with Hearts for Iran or our ministry partners, or also how to best support God's work in Iran. It's a great opportunity for us to be able to uh, be a part of the bigger vision, what we call the Great Commission. And that, folks, is something that is not optional. Jesus, um, uh, he gives us a command and he says, go out there and, and tell, tell everybody around the world about, about me, about my father and baptize them. So the, the vision of Heart for Iran all along has been to partner with God in, in, in getting the Great Commission done in Iran. So your partnership and your participation in these webinars and being a, a part of the Heart for Iran family is a fulfilling experience that we are going through. And we're just thrilled and excited that you're here with us. Be sure to, um, to know that this program is live. Your questions can be asked. We will try to answer them. And if you're watching this program afterwards on demand, our team is always available to connect with you and talk to you. Uh, Giving Tuesday, uh, it is, is a time that uh, the, 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 the commercial world comes together and they raise money for various events, various uh, causes. And we felt that um, if, if the commercial world is coming out there and just raising money for things that may not necessarily matter for the kingdom, but they're noble, but they may not matter for kingdom. Why don't we come here and bring something that matters to the kingdom, which is the life of every individual across the ocean? So we want to ask you to partner with us. So we want to ask you to listen to this program closely. Share the link with friends and family and others who at the time of Christmas want to give to God's work. You know, many of us around Christmas and holiday season want to go ahead and give. This is an opportunity for you to please partner with us and send the link to friends and family and say, if during the holiday season, during Christmas season, you want to give to something that matters, that is worth the, uh, worth the cause please consider giving to Heart for Iran. And we will unfold for you in the next hour what God is doing, what are the opportunities and challenges, how you could pray with us and how you could be a part of this bigger vision. David, back to you. Yeah, amen. Yeah, thanks, Mike, for sharing a little bit more about Giving Tuesday. So Giving Tuesday this year comes after, you know, Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all those things. And now Giving Tuesday, focusing on nonprofits and how you can make a difference in the world. Um, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, everyone out there. Uh, great time with your family and friends. And now we're asking you come together and think about what we can do to change the world. And that's what we're going to do today. So I really, as we got prepared for this webinar today, a um, couple of things, I just wanted to share that, 
This is a webinar where we're really going to get into the topics of why Harfer Iran, why Iran are important, why you might want to consider of all the places you could give today, of all the opportunities that are out there, why you might want to consider this one. And so we want to encourage you to share this webinar with your friends. So many of you have already given and you've made a, a pledge or you've given to uh, our giving campaign for Giving Tuesday. And we want to thank you already for that. But we want to ask you, would you also be willing to share this? Let people know you have a heart for Iran and let them know there's an opportunity to give and impact this growing movement in Iran. Um, before we get into the topic, I want to talk a little bit about the Spread the Word campaign, Mike. So if you've already received an email, if you're on our list, you're getting our emails, you've already received an email. That email says 303 Bibles that we are requesting, that have been requested, and we are immediately trying to send out to new believers over the course of this month. So 303 uh, Bibles have already, um, is what we were asking for. And I have great news, and I want to thank you guys that have already given. We've already reached that goal. We've already got 473 Bibles committed. And so I want to just come right now and say, during this webinar, Thank you guys for helping us meet that November goal of 303 Bibles, but we want to set a new goal for Giving Tuesday. Let's take that up to a thousand Bibles. And so even they're going to give me some notes during the webinar today, as you guys make your gift online, we're going to keep track of that. And our goal is let's hit a thousand Bibles during this webinar. I'd love to do that. Last year, we almost hit 2000 Bibles uh, on Giving Tuesday of last year, we raised $13,730. Certainly want to exceed that for the day. Uh, we know you guys believe in, in Bibles. We know that Bibles is the number one thing to get in the hand of a new believer. Um, is, is supremely important. And so we want to help you be a part of that. And we want to thank you for that. So let's shoot for 2000 for the day. But 1000 if we could hit 1000 during this webinar, that'd be amazing, Mike. What do you think? I'm, I, amen. Just imagine people um, that uh, there are a lot of people, uh, a lot of Afghans that are uh, inside Afghanistan or in uh, in uh, diaspora that are refugees. Uh, they are already fed up uh, with their previous um, belief and, and 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 religion, and they're open. They're asking the bigger question: Is this is there more to life? When they receive that Bible, they realize that God loves them. It's a love story of our heavenly Father through His Son, uh, and. It is up to us to be able to change the life of another person, another family across the ocean that right now is lost and doesn't know what to do. Word of God, the truth, uh, it is something that we owe to give it to everybody. That's why today we're going to be talking about various campaigns. Uh, I don't want to give, the, um, uh, give everything away, but we are going to be talking today about an amazing resource, a 30-day prayer guide for Iran and the region that, uh, that David is going to talk to you guys about. We want you to partner with us. Stay tuned because this, again, this next 50 minutes or so, we're going to dive in real fast. Take you guys for a quick update of what is happening right now, almost December of 2021 inside the country, Iran. What is the pulse of, of the politics, of the society, of the culture, and also of the Christian movement in the country of Iran? Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to let you know, Mike, while you were talking, I got a note. We just got $100 uh, towards Bibles for Iran while we were oh, yeah. doing thank the you. introduction. So thank you guys. Thank you for that gift. We really appreciate that. We're going to keep you posted throughout this of how we're doing on a Giving Tuesday. Be praying for that if you've already made your gift. And uh, we thank you for that. Um, like I said, we, there are so many opportunities for giving today more than ever before. And we just wanted to break down today. Mike and I are saying, what is a ministry update? What is a country update? We want to let you know what are reasons? Why would you want to support and be a part of this movement inside of Iran? And so, again, share this with your friends. We think this is going to be a good summary of all the work that God is doing in Iran and how people can join with that through something like Giving Tuesday. So let's go ahead and get started, Mike. First, um, yes. I want to start about the, let's talk about the country of Iran. And so we have three points to talk about there. The first thing is, and I'll get started, Iran is one of the fastest growing churches in the world. So if you Google that, uh, you know, fastest growing churches in the world, you're going to find Iran in that top 10 list, you know, year after year. We've been able to be a part of that over the last 15 years. 
And it's just tremendous to be a part of that movement. And so I'm saying that's one of the top reasons that I would say I would want to be a part in Heart for Iran or be a part of the ministry reaching Iran. It's, it's one of the fastest growing movements in the world. Um, I, I want to share a quick testimony about one of the one of our one of the Iranians that received the Bible that you guys had helped fund. Uh, and I'm reading this from my phone. This testimony came in last week. So this is fresh. Uh, Fatima, Fatima received the, the Bible that you guys had supported for her to, to get inside the country of Iran. And her story is heart, uh, heart touching. She said about 11 years ago, her and her husband used to go to Iranian mosques and, and prepare uh, gatherings, religious, Islamic religious gatherings for people to just come to and, and pray to Allah and, and fast and all those other things. And she said, um, somehow in my heart, there was a darkness and depression. I didn't know what it was, but my husband and I would constantly think that going and doing God's work was giving us purpose. They were going to mosques. They were spreading the, the, the word of Islam in Iranian communities on behalf of the mosque. And she says, one day I went towards my house and I noticed as of before walking into the house that there is light in my house. It's, it's bright. Uh, and I ended up going to the house and I felt that there was, there was a dove in my house. The, the atmosphere in the house smelled like, like uh, daisies. And it was, it was amazing. So automatically, I just went towards the satellite TV, turned on the channel. I ended up for, uh, coming on Mohabbat TV. That Mohabbat TV is a satellite TV that we have 24-7 in Iran. It's all Iranian programming. She said, I came across it, and on it, I started watching the movie for Jesus. And I noticed that in the movie, Jesus was being beaten, and he wasn't defending himself. And I remembered, I said, oh, my gosh, he, he's so much like our um, the, the, uh, Islamic uh, prophet that was persecuted and nobody did anything. I started weeping, saying what an innocent prophet Jesus is, just like our Islamic prophet. And she said that, um, you know, I started hitting myself and crying because, uh, you know, that, that, that's the culture in Iran. And she said, I started to talking to Jesus. Little by little, I started um, asking myself, well, who's this Jesus? So I picked up the phone and I called Mohabbat TV. And slowly after some time, I gave my heart to Christ. And after I gave my heart to Christ, uh, after 10 years of going head to bed, head with my husband, um, he managed to finally come to Christ. And your Bible came in at a, at a good time because now he's a believer as well and we're reading the word of God. So I just wanted to give you an understanding. This testimony came from one person that you guys helped and supported to get the Bible in the country of Iran. Uh, I have two other testimonies. I don't want to take your time, but these are powerful. These are great. People are having dreams and visions, folks. The Bible talks about dreams and visions. This is happening in Iran. As good as we are and as generous as, as you guys are by, by supporting us, the good news is God is way ahead of all of us. Uh, he's already meeting with people through dreams and visions. But then what complements the picture is us coming together. David, I want to I remind our, uh, our audience of the, of the story in the Bible. Um, when they went to, uh, to bring Lazarus back to life, they asked the master to come. He asked them, he said, why don't you remove the rock from the tomb of Lazarus? Do you think Jesus was not able to move the rock himself and bring life to somebody who was dead? He could have done it. But he wanted an expression of faith from people by removing the rock, knowing that God would be able to bring life. That expression of faith today, folks, is us investing in God's work. Because it was of your investment, of you guys investing, that Fatima managed to be able to get a Bible. And God did the rest. So dreams and visions... They are complemented when we also come together for God's uh, for, to be partners with Jesus. Amen. So, yeah, I mean, it's what God is already at work. So we see this. Uh, the church is growing fast in Iran. It's happening with dreams and visions. And we see that God is working ahead of us. And uh, I just want to remind everyone, if you know the Henry Blackaby, his quote, his famous quote is watch to see where God is working and then join in that work. And that's kind of the model that I think of when I think of this point is that we can already see that God is at work. 
uh, inside of Iran. And so it's our job to jump in and be a part of it. So it's amazing, uh, I think, to be part of one of the fastest growing growing churches in the world, uh, whatever part you play. Um, it's amazing to be a part of that. And I just am reminded, Mike, of a story just a couple of weeks ago. We got an email uh, at Harford Iran. So from the donor side, from the from our side of things, and it was a young girl. And she said that she was so encouraged by what God is doing in Iran. And she was hoping to save enough money to send in her $7 to get one Bible uh, into the country. And that just touched my heart because I saw the faith of this uh, young girl saying like, you know, I want to be a part of this. And so I I thank everyone that's watching this. I thank all our uh, viewers and those who have already gave uh, for Given Tuesday. Um, It's just amazing to be a part of this work. God is already doing something amazing and it's on our part to join him with it. Uh, people in Iran are hungry for the word of God, for the truth. Uh, remember, imagine this. Imagine you are living in a totalitarian, uh, Islamic totalitarian country where uh, you are told that uh, it is illegal for you to pursue any other faith or think or be open about anything else. And you have to follow the rules of Islam. Um, one of the things that we teach in our seminars uh, to, to our friends in the West and the churches across America is that the worldview of Islam versus worldview of the West are totally different. In, in the West, you uh, have a choice to have your own personal life. They go to church and they may be separate. In, in Iran, Islam is the biggest, is the main society, is the main culture, and then your life is forced within it. So um, you cannot have your individual identity outside of the realm of Islam uh, and, and the society rules. So that difference is extremely critical for us to understand, uh, you know, how the nation uh, uh, deals with it. So when people uh, have dreams and visions uh, and they ask us, they say, tell me about Jesus. Their immediate reference is the Islamic society that they live in. Um, is the Quran, is, is, the, is the mosque, is the, the Iranian clergy. So they go to them and they say, can you tell us about Prophet Jesus? But they're not getting the truth. Um, uh, and what we need to do is when we bring the word of God to that society, we are allowing these people for once in their life to be outside of the control of the Islamic society and be able to be free thinkers and think for themselves. Um, we just present it to them, but we let Holy Spirit do the rest of the work. So it is actually very critical for us to be able uh, to send the Bibles. People watch satellite TV and they call us. They say, send us Bibles. We have a list of many hundred people in Iran right now. Um, uh, before the end of the year, we want to go ahead and send them Bibles. So again, I just wanted to share with you the condition in Iran is very dire and there's a huge vacuum for Bibles in Iran. Amen. Amen. So years ago, uh, Mike, I remember we did that survey and we called people who had, you know, one year prior had given their heart to Christ. And so we called them back. We said, hey, one year ago, you prayed with us or you called us and you gave your heart to Christ. We want to check in. Um, how's everything going? And we found that there were 20 percent of those people. And this was years ago. 20% of those people still did not have a Bible after one year and still had not met another Christian. So in one whole year since they had prayed and they have seen something on TV and they decided they want to give their heart to Christ, they had nothing to help them grow. And I'm very excited to show you guys, this is an actual Bible. This is a New Testament, one of the ones that we send in to the country. And so we make it our mission that when people call us, that within one month of them calling us and requesting a Bible, we try to get them a physical Bible like this. This is a New Testament, an example of one that we have. We have a lot of different uh, types of Bibles. We've yeah. Mike's got another one there uh, as an example. But this is this is one I was so excited. I always try to keep at least one copy of the Bibles uh, that, that go into Iran um, as a memory for myself. But it, it's just encouraging to me that people are so hungry for the word of God. Uh, they want it. They want to uh, soak it up. And it makes a difference when it gets in their life. So to me, that was our second point. People are hungry for the word. That's a great opportunity for you to come in and play a part on Giving Tuesday to send a Bible into Iran. Let me share another quick story from inside Iran. This is again from last week. Uh, a 15-year-old girl 
um, wrote to us and said that um, ever since she was three, her mom and dad got a divorce. This is inside Iran. And they did not live with each other. And about a year ago, uh, for, for various ethical reasons that she's ashamed to mention, she had to leave her mom and go find her dad in a remote village and live with him. So she moved to the village and is living with dad. She said the situation, the living situation here is very harsh. Um, our, our, we don't have, uh, you know, uh, many amenities. For example, we don't even have internet. Uh, I need to walk a few kilometers to get to my school. And then she says, um, I was even contemplating suicide. And um, uh, what happened is one of my friends, one of our family friends found out. And she told me, she said, have you heard of Jesus? And I said, no. She said, you don't want to commit suicide because God loves you and you need to give your heart to Jesus. Mm. And then uh, they connected to each other. And this girl, this relative had um, watched Mahabat TV, given her heart to Christ. And um, she said, uh, here, I want to go ahead and give you a Bible that they sent to me. Why don't you read it? So she says, ever since I got my hands on the Bible, I started reading. I am happy. There is joy. This is the best news that I have received for me to continue my life. And would you please join me now to pray for my mom who needs to know Jesus? Uh, just So what happens is, there's huge demand. When we send it to one family member, they share it with other people. And that's exactly what happened to this 15-year-old girl that wanted to commit suicide, but managed to be able to get her hands on the word of God, the truth. And her life changed. This is the power of the word of God. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Mike. That just goes to show there is hunger for the word. People want the word. They're coming. In. There's high demand, as Mike said. Um, I just want to say we have a vision statement uh, that's on this that we're going to be sharing this later, but it's a church in every city and a Bible in every hand. Those are the two things that people need uh, more than anything. When they come to Christ, they need one to find fellowship and two, they need the word of God. And so that's our vision. That's our mission is we would see a house church in at least every city of Iran and that there will be a Bible in the hand of every believer or new believer that wants one. So I just want to encourage you guys. They're hungry for the word today. When you think about giving Tuesday, you think about all the opportunities out there. One thing you could do is put a hand in a Bible in the hand of a new believer in Iran. I mean, we want to go ahead and talk about some updates on, on the country of Iran and, and a few things that you guys need to know about. Uh, and this is important. The persecution is extre extre extremely high, but there are some fluctuations and ups and downs that it's worth noting today. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to go ahead and dive into a quick update from Iran. First thing first, I reached out uh, about an hour ago to one of our friends who lives in the country of Iran, who is leading a network of, uh, of churches across Iran. And I asked him, I said, could you give me one sentence and update on Iran? He says, everyone in the country is watching the new wave of Corona, the new variant of COVID. As you guys know, this um, uh, new variant that's coming from Africa has everybody worried. Iran uh, has had major casualties because Iranian Islamic authorities did not allow uh, uh, Moderna and Pfizer uh, vaccinations to be entered into country because they were busy with political game, not saving the people. So the Iranian uh, Iranian people had massive casualties as a result of COVID. Uh, so they're number one, they're worried about that. Number two, I uh, says that uh, uh, the nuclear accord um, is something that their people, Iranian people are worried about because everything can change again with all these events. If you guys are following the news about a couple of days ago, uh, American government under President Biden said that we are going to come back to the table and be able to uh, start negotiating on, on Iran's nuclear enrichment. If you remember during President uh, Trump, uh, American government walked out of that, that accord and said that they're not going to be part of it. Now, President Biden is part of it. And he says, let's resume the conversation. Uh, the, the European for, uh, uh, constituencies are also there trying to connect and talk to Iran. But Iran is playing uh, hard. Iran is basically saying, if you want, us to come, you want us to come to the table and talk to you, you have to drop all the sanctions against our country. Now, what does that mean? There are sanctions against Iran for uh, the nuclear enrich enrichment, but there are also sanctions against Iran for uh, human rights violations. In fact, 
just a few days ago, UN announced that Iran's uh, nuclear, uh, let me read over here. UN passed resolution highlighting Iran's repression of religious minorities. This is on 18th of November. This was done uh, by the Canadian um, uh, authorities and others joined them. So Iran is dealing with a lot of various sanctions, including human rights violations. And they're saying, if you want us to come sit at a table and talk about uh, not enriching uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 nuclear material, then you have to drop all the sanctions. And that's, that's not fair because that's going to allow them and give them carte blanche to continue uh, their repressions against religious minorities, including uh, new believers. But um, David, uh, it's, it's very interesting for us to take a look at a new development. Um, about a year ago, Iranian parliament passed a law and they said that if you become, if you convert from Islam um, to Christianity and uh, you have a house church and you talk about Jesus, even if your own home, you, you worship Jesus and your house is raided and you're, you're going to be found guilty. And the charge that you're going to have is going to be a charge of acting against national security. That's what they say. So right now, at this moment, there are roughly about 20 Iranian believers that we know of uh, that are new believers that are serving jail sentences because they became believers. Now, that's 20 that we know of, David, right? Yeah. Now, very interestingly, Iran, as they're going towards the talks for, for removing sanctions, the Supreme Court ruled that Christians did not act against national security by becoming Christian. So all of a sudden, you have one body of Iranian uh, legislature saying that leaving Islam and becoming a Christian is punishable by jail. But now, just recently, Iran's Supreme Court, uh, court ruled that nine Christian converts serving five-year prison sentences for their involvement in house churches. Um, you know, the charges are dropped that they were not acting against national security. And why is that happening? Why is this um, flip-flop of a, of, a, of a policy? Simply politics. It's simply a, uh, a game of chess. Is Iran's uh, regime trustworthy to allow a freedom of religion um, uh, in, in the country? No. Uh, but they, they allow for certain uh, release uh, on, on people and, and pressure so that they could have a better optic in the international community. So they could say, look, we are, we are a democratic country. We're fine. So don't buy it. Uh, the, the situation in Iran is still dire. In fact, just a few weeks ago, um, more Iranian uh, people were, uh, had to go ahead and report to the court, uh, um, you know, and, and it's very, very sad because uh, they, they arrest them. They say you're on, a, uh, on bail, go back to your home, say goodbye to your wife and your kids, but you have to come back. So five Iranians had to report back to, to the jail to serve their sentences. Situation in Iran is dire, my friends. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting to hear, Mike, all these updates and how the situation continues to be so volatile. As you were mentioning that, it reminded me of um, that video that was sent to us of the, the young man who was filming at, at the jail. He had just been sentenced and was getting ready to face his uh, face his sentence. He was sentenced for basically hosting a house church right. and uh, they, they had uh, given him a a sentence on that. I, I can't remember what the sentence was, but here he was getting ready to, to go into prison and serve that uh, for that, what they consider a crime. And so I, I, as we think about persecution, it is definitely one of the reasons why we need to get behind and support and help this emerging church. I mean, they need our help uh, more than more than we know. And so it's really important for us to get behind them and, and help them. And Another thing I, I like to bring out about persecution, it makes things harder. So, you know, where we're so used to going and, and meeting in a church or uh, getting together with our friends, that's illegal for them. Or if we want to go down to a bookstore and purchase a new Bible, that's illegal for them. And so it makes things harder. It makes it hard for us to put the Bible in the hand of a new believer. Uh, it, sometimes things don't go as planned and there are delays and, and people are arrested and people can suffer for helping in this. And so, I mean, it's important for us to consider that it is difficult and it, it breaks God's heart to see this happening. And it's something that we should be concerned about as well. 
David, uh, a question that comes up, uh, a couple of things that come up right now is uh, a question is, well, what happens now? Will these nine Christians be released? I think the gesture is that they're going to probably release these nine, nine Christians, uh, but they're going to be monitored. So chances are that they may continue uh, harassing them at some at some level. We don't know. We just need to wait and see what happens. Does this mean that the house churches will be allowed in Iran? No. Iranian, Iranian government is an Iranian Islamic Republic. Uh, so they're, they're, they're not going to be sitting on the side idly when they see the Islamic population converting to Christianity. It goes against every fiber of their control of the society. So uh, I, I don't think that they're going to just sit, sit idle. And let me also give you guys a quick update on the Afghans in Iran and Afghanistan. I think it's very important for us to talk about this. Taliban is still ruling very strongly in Afghanistan. From all the uh, accounts that we are getting back, we are getting um, hundreds of calls from Afghanistan every week. And people, number one thing that we are noticing is fear. Almost 100% of the callers who are calling us from inside Afghanistan, uh, they're all afraid. They're all saying that uh, they're afraid what's going to happen uh, to them as a family, uh, to their rights, uh, to the society, to the country under Taliban rule. It's, it is a very, very harsh rule, even harsher than that in Iran. Uh, there, and uh, what is happening is a lot of Afghans that have means are trying to escape Afghanistan, and, but many can't. Many are, are stuck and they're being subjected to, to the harsh uh, Islamic Taliban rule. Um, the ones that have escaped, there are a huge population of them uh, in, in neighboring countries, in India, in Pakistan, in, in parts of Central Asia and in Iran. Uh, and as I shared with you guys, uh, a vast majority, about 3 million Afghan refugees are residing in Iran. Now, we have ways to be able to send uh, Bibles into the country of Iran, but we're targeting or we are trying to focus on getting Bibles to the hands of these Afghan refugees that are living in, in Iran. So there you go. There's another opportunity for us to also try to have an impact on another, another people group in Iran, the Afghan refugee uh, that are so well-deserving. Um, also in diaspora across Europe, uh, we're getting a lot of Afghans. In America, 90,000 Afghan uh, uh, refugees have come so far uh, to our country, to, to America. And many of these people have, um, have no idea who Jesus is. So help us out, but also go to your community and, and give a Bible and support your church or organizations that are helping with the refugee. Amen. Amen. So guys, just to recap, the top three reasons when we're thinking of the country of Iran, one, the fastest growing church, one of the fastest growing churches in the world, two, there's a hunger for the word, and three, there's persecution is real, and they need our support and our encouragement. So when you think about uh, Iran today and why you might want to be a part of this Giving Tuesday, uh, I just want to encourage you to think of those three reasons. So again, reminding everyone, today is Giving Tuesday. Please share this webinar with your friends. If you've already made a um, gift towards sending Bibles to Iran, we thank you for that. If you would like to uh, make your gift now, please do. We've got a goal to reach 1,000 Bibles during this webinar. We're getting um, slowly getting the updates I think we're over 500 now, so we need your support. We need your help. If you could help us get that over, uh, get to 1,000 Bibles today um, during this webinar, we would really appreciate it. So take a chance, make that gift online. We really thank you for that. And, and guys, God is working in Iran. We see that over and over again. And it is a privilege on our part to be a part of that and to do our part to support and encourage this church. So now we want to jump in to the top three reasons why we feel like Heart for Iran is a strategic opportunity to make a gift and sow your seed into the nation of Iran. So Mike, you want to get us started with that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me go ahead and um, uh, before, before we move forward, I do want to also recognize uh, another organization, uh, the Hope Church in, in Virginia Beach, just donated $700 uh, to, to us. And I just wanted to say thank you for the leadership. Uh, you guys, again, without your support, uh, you know, the entire church is getting behind God's work and hearts for Iran, not just individuals. I uh, just want to say thank you very much. Uh, David, going back to, um, uh, you know, hearts for Iran, number one, I would say that um, we are committed to prayer. 
uh, we are committed to prayer, and that is why uh, you know we have put together uh, the the prayer guide. Is that the first one that you wanted me to, to mention? We can go in any order. In, any, in order, thank you. <laughs> David has committed to prayer. Amen. Patient with me. Sometimes I even think these out of out of order, but I, you know we are super excited about this, folks. Um, have you ever had that moment in your life that you hear clearly where you need to be, what you need to do, and if you don't do it, you just feel uneasy? We felt within the last year that we needed to put together a prayer guide. A lot of you guys are asking our ministry, how can we pray for you? Or how can we pray? In fact, one of the people who's watching this program, uh, our, our webinar right now just wrote down, how can we pray? Well, thank you so much for asking. There's power in prayer. We want to ask all of you guys to pray with us. So uh, we heard the calling and this it was so strong that we couldn't ignore it. So our team put together uh, a handout. Uh, says uh, a church in every city, a Bible in every hand, a 30 day prayer guide for Iran and the region. And um, um, I'm, I'm using uh, the spiritual background. I apologize if the image does not come clearly, but uh, this is available for you guys. When you guys go to heartforiran.com slash 30 days, you'll be able to get a chance to receive copies of this. If you have a church around Christmas time, let us know. We'll send you several hundred of these copies as long as it goes to your church members and they know how to pray. But what is unique about this, David, is that uh, when you guys open this up and start reading it, uh, we actually have put in here uh, 30 days and every day we have a prayer topic. Day one, for example, is about Iran. And he, we explain to you guys, we every day has quick facts. Uh, we, we, we take you through giving you some knowledge about the region you're praying for, about the history of the region, the dynamic, the politics, the society, so you know what is going on. And then also we are showcasing every day a, a people group in Iran uh, that, uh, that are and their population uh, that need to know about Jesus. These are unreached people group in Iran. We're showcasing them. Day two is about leaders, how to pray for the leaders in Iran. Day three is about people's hearts, what is going on. This has uh, not only quick facts, but some uh, very, very important information about what is happening in the country. But I don't want to give, give, out, uh, give out the rest of it because we want you guys to actually take action. Go to the website, heartforiran.com slash 30 days. And, and get one of these or get many of these for your church. Yeah, absolutely. So we believe in prayer and this, this prayer guide is an awesome resource, I think, uh, for everyone to take and pray along. We want to challenge you, pray with us as we pray through this 30 days, pray with us for the nation of Iran. And guys, as we talked about persecution before, think of what it does for the movement inside when they know that you are praying for them. They know that believers outside of Iran care about what's happening and are supporting them and standing with them, not just financially, but also with their prayers. I want to encourage you, go to the website, download this. Um, if you send us an email, I think you can do a, a download for free. We also have these available in print for larger groups, for churches. Send us an email, info at heartforiran.com. Let us know what you need, and we want to help you out. We want to encourage prayer for the nation of Iran. We believe in it. We know that it works. And we're hearing over and over testimonies uh, from inside the country of people uh, that where prayer made a difference. And the prayers of our 24-hour prayer counseling team, we have a 24-7 team that prays with people inside of Iran. And we get testimonies daily of how God has touched those lives and God has worked uh, through the prayers of our prayer counseling team. So, amen, right? We believe in prayer and we feel like that's, uh, we had it as number three, Mike, but let's move it. That's the number one reason uh, you should support Heart for Iran ministry. Uh, we believe in prayer. Amen. Amen. And, and um, here, let me just show you this picture. This picture, if you guys can see over here, is day 19. We talk about the scripture or Bibles. There's a picture, an actual picture of our ministry leaders sending Bibles and micro SD cards and Jesus film DVDs into the country of Iran. I just want to give a shout out to, to uh, Campus Crusades and Jesus Film for Amen. providing these DVDs to Great our partners to Iran. There are their amazing partners. I also want to give a shout out to Iranian Bible Society in Diaspora. 
uh, to Elam Ministries and also to Biblica for providing Farsi Bibles to, to our to our ministry to go into Iran. Um, so Heart for Iran, one of the reasons, uh, there are three reasons, and, and David mentioned, one of the reasons that Heart for Iran should be the go-to ministry that you would, uh, you would uh, want to partner with when talking about Middle East and Iran and Muslims is because we are a partnership of over 100 ministries. Um, we're talking about various organizations that you may know and you may trust very much. We are not authorized to release their name for various security reasons, but it is a true partnership of over 100 ministries that come together. I just mentioned some of the names of, of just the Bible societies and, and Jesus Film and crew that have helped us out. Uh, but, but there are a lot more. Uh, and uh, I remember, never forget one of the larger ministries, uh, when they saw the impact, they said to us, they said, it's too good to be true to know that you guys are sending Bibles into Iran. They came and they audited us and they said, where do we sign? And they have become one of the anointed partners for years and not together with them and sending Bibles into Iran. So the number one reason is Hearts for Iran is not a solo organization. It's not about one personality. In fact, my face um, is not even on TV because we believe that having one person um, the entire ministry revolved around one person and one face can be dangerous. That is why we are allowing um, various Iranian leaders, indigenous leaders to have equal platform on Mahabat TV channel. So the movement moves forward. So we are all about collaboration and partnership. And that is one of our signatures. Amen. Amen. And Mike, I think of it, you know, when I think of partnership, one of the huge benefits is efficiency. And also, you know, your dollars go farther as the finance guy. I really think about that a lot. You know, you put $1 in and there's a partnership of network. You're not duplicating efforts. You're being careful uh, to make sure that we're doing it the most efficient way and using the best key resources for that. And one example of that, I mean, we have a major ministry partner uh, that came to us and when they saw what we were doing, they donated this year. So part of our, our total Bible numbers, 40,000 Bibles was donated by one ministry to us, physical Bibles, we had to handle getting them uh, from point A to point B, so to speak, and, and getting them distributed. But that that resource helps stretch your dollar. If someone is giving us uh, the actual Bible and then we're able to get it in, that keeps our costs down. That keeps your dollar stretching farther. So to me, I think about partnership. Uh, there's kingdom mindedness. Um, there's efficiency, there's all kinds of things, good things that come from that. And so today, when you're thinking about Giving Tuesday, um, you know, why would I want to be a part of the movement in Iran? Why would I want to be a part of Heart for Iran? I really would encourage you to think about the partnership side of what we do. And that's at the forefront of our ministry. Um, we don't want to take all the credit. We want to work side by side with ministry partners, small and big, and help have the best and maximum impact in the country. Uh, for those of you who have joined us, we are talking about uh, uh, what God is doing in the country of Iran and how we are trying to have an impact and bring light and bring love and bring forgiveness and God's grace into the country of Iran. Uh, one, one of the things that uh, David just mentioned is, is one of our signatures is we rarely do projects by ourselves. We, we do it in, in partnerships. And we have at least two or three different partners in almost every project that we uh, launch and take part in. Just because um, the spirit of partnership, when we come together in unity, things go farther. It goes, it goes deeper and it has more impact. Um, and again, why Iran? I just want to share this with you guys. The, the, the dynamic and the challenges in Iran uh, with Iran is going to stay with us. It was only uh, 22 hours ago that the government of Israel uh, warned the U.S. government uh, about sitting and, and having a conversation with Iranian authorities on, um, you know, on uranium enrichment, warned them and said, hey, look, Iran is preparing to enrich weapon grade uranium. Watch out. Uh, this is 22 hours ago that Israel warned uh, American lawmakers and American government. Um, so if that is true, which we feel that it is true because Iran, uh, uh, after, after we pulled out of the, the, the talks, started doing uranium enrichment actively. So it is very, very important for us to know that Iran and its Islamic tactics uh, uh, is going to stay around for quite some time. They're uh, actively exporting Shiite Islam to the region, to Yemen, to, to Lebanon, to Syria, to Iraq, to various regions, even across Europe and even in the U.S., uh, so what do we do? Um, 
we don't get angry. We don't uh, take on arms to try to kill them. The word of God says that we are dealing, that we're battling the principalities and the powers of darkness. So as Christians, we don't become militant. As Christians, we don't become angry. As Christians, we come together, we pray, and we ask Holy Spirit to lead us, to lead us, and then we partner with organizations and ministries that can have an impact in the country. And that is why we are actively sending Bibles to Iran. So for those of you who have joined us, why should you be joining Heart for Iran? It's because something is happening. People are receiving the Bible and people are giving their hearts to Christ. They're receiving um, tracts, um, the, the secret to life. Um, this was uh, uh, a powerful tract that was, uh, that was there. This is another Bible that people are receiving in Iran. Folks, we have a unique opportunity to be able to fight with the principalities of darkness and bring the light of God through his scripture to Iran. That is our battle. That's, that is the spiritual warfare that we get engaged with. And you also need to understand that there's an opportunity for us to love these people, just like Christ loved all the sinners, love them with grace, yet be adamant to be a partners uh, with God in great commission. And that's what we are all about. Amen. So guys, it's Giving Tuesday. Thanks, Mike. These are great updates. So far, we talked about a prayer and partnership. We've got one more, but before we jump into the last one, I just want to share an update uh, from our online team. Uh, 588 Bibles is where we are right now uh, with online giving. Uh, that means we're about uh, just a little less than $3,000 shy of hitting our goal of 1,000 Bibles during this webinar. So if you want to make a gift today, it would be very encouraging. I just want to give you guys that update. People are making that gift, 588 so far Bibles donated uh, today. We want to get to 1,000 during this webinar if possible. Thank you, everyone that's made a donation so far. You're helping get Bibles into the hands of new believers, and we believe that to be one of the most important tools that they need for growth uh, in this movement that's, that's going so fast. So let's go ahead and talk about, Mike, the, the last uh, point for Heart for Iran, which is that Heart for Iran is a great commission ministry. Uh, what does that mean? Heart for Iran is focused on fulfilling the great commission in the nation of Iran. That means a Bible for everyone who wants it. That means a church in every city. That means reaching all of the unreached people groups. That means reaching illiterate and oral learners. Uh, there's so many aspects to this, but we want to see the word of God go out throughout the entire nation. And we're committed to that. We use partnership. Uh, we use every resource that God brings to bear, uh, but we want to uh, bring the gospel into the nation of Iran and see it go throughout that entire nation. Imagine what the change could be uh, as the Great Commission is fulfilled in the nation of Iran. Um, it's just amazing to be a part of that, Mike. Uh, let me let, let us read the Great Commission real fast, okay? I think this Amen. is a reminder of, of what God is telling us directly. This is Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, and I'm reading it from the NIV version. It says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything. I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of age. And then you guys get this book right in the middle. It talks about that. So our vision, uh, we are taking, let me tell you, these are, there, are, there are various elements of Great Commission in what I just read for you. And uh, here, the, the vision of Hearts for Iran is we want to see a Bible in the hands of every person. That's right there, the first element of Great Commission. Number two, everyone hears the gospel at least once. At least once, everybody has to hear the gospel of Jesus, guys. That's what we owe to, mm. to, to, to the blood of Christ. Number three, reach illiterate and oral learners. There are a lot of people that may not be able to read the Bible. So we need to reach them. That's why we're sending micro SD cards and other tools into Iran that has Bibles on it. Number four, plant a house church in every city. 
David just shared with you guys that, you know, in over 70 cities, there are house churches that are connected with us. And there's more that have lo- have been launched, but they are, f- are afraid to connect with because, uh, because of uh, various security reasons. Uh, so these four of uh, five elements of Great Commission uh, is a part of our mission and is to mobilize and ignite hearts to serve Iran. Guys, we, only, we want to say thank you. Thank you for your faith. Thank you for your partnership. As we are getting closer to Christmas season, a lot of us want to want to give to the less needy, to the less fortunate. We look at our community, we go online, we, we seek causes that are noble for us to be a part of. This happens a lot in our amazing community in America. People are generous. People want to give. People want to help each other out. Um, and. Uh, it is a good reminder. It is a noble reminder for you to go to your church, to your friends, to your family, and say, this Christmas is if you are going to do something for the less fortunate, for the needy, let us go ahead and at least support one Bible to one family in Iran, like that girl Fatima, who received the Bible, and her marriage after 11 years was healed because she received the word of God. How can we partner together this season, this Christmas season, support just one Bible? A church just a few minutes ago uh, gave us $700 in Virginia. How can you partner? Spread the word. Give the gospel this giving uh, Tuesday and go to www.heartsforiran.com. And this link is active. They could go on there anytime between now and Christmas to see this reality happen. David, back to you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Continuing to talk about the Great Commission, Mike, and you did mention the 70 cities. I just want to break that down a little bit. People have asked us questions about how do you do discipleship? How do you get things done? Um, I just want to talk about scope. When you're talking about the nation of Iran, there are 70 cities in Iran that have a greater than 100,000 people in population. So our initial target was let's see that there's at least one house church a meeting in all of those top 70 cities. And we're so excited that this year we accomplished that goal. We got to the 70 cities and now we're looking to go even farther beyond that. Um, but how do we do that? We do it through television, which reaches the entire nation. We do it through in-country workers and we do it through online efforts. And Mike, I was so encouraged this morning. Uh, we got a message from our director of uh, digital strategies And she let us know that there were two new online groups formed this week uh, to reach the families. So these two groups were focused on reaching the entire family. And so they decided to gather together online and be discipled. And they're going to be launching a discipleship curriculum and working through that together as a family over the next 10 weeks. That's encouraging. And that's just one of the ways that we see the Great Commission being fulfilled Uh, As Mike read the Great Commission, it's not just evangelism. It's also teaching those uh, to believe, teaching those to do. We want to get the word in their heart. We want to get the word in their hand and then teach them to obey everything that the Lord has commanded. So we are a Great Commission focused ministry. And many people ask, they say, well, is Hearts for Iran only a media uh, channel or media station that just broadcasts programming in Iran? No, we are way more than that. In fact, We have a very vast call center, which receives hundreds of contacts a day from social media, from phone, from callers. Um, We take them from interest to influence. And that usually interest means that they want to find out about Jesus. Influence means they help them go through evangelism, discipleship, leadership training, and then how to launch a, a house church. By the time they start launching a house church, usually takes anywhere from two to three years. But then those house churches get raided. Uh, so they're at the mercy of, of the Iranian government. Uh, in that process, what really helps them thrive and move forward is reading the word of God. A um, c- couple of questions that came in that ties into what David and I were just talking is one of the questions from Facebook audience was, how are you able to disciple new believers in Iran? Um, many of them are, are reaching us by using internet. I'm not going to go into how they reach out to us for security reasons, but they reach out, they find creative ways to reach out to us. Uh, we either bring him into our virtual church. Uh, if, for those of you guys who may not know, uh, our ministry since 2019 has been conducting online church, which we call virtual church, uh, for lack of a better term, into Iran. Every week, 
uh, we reach uh, uh, isolated Muslim background believers or new converts that are not connected to a church and we bring them into a community, online community, uh, to be able to learn about Jesus and be discipled. That's one way. The other way is we have networks, partners, as I share with you, ministry partners that have networks in Iran that connect with new believers and disciple them. I, I told you we do our best work through partnership. And the other way is that um, when people call us, if they're comfortable calling us or doing chat, you know, it, we are invested in long term. We spend about three years with, with every individual calling back several times every week and just taking them through, reading the scripture for them on the phone. We are heavily invested in seeing the transformation of the country of Iran. That's why Heart for Iran is one of the um, natural partners. And an update on, on online church, a couple of updates real fast. And this is a point of prayer that you could pray with us, please. Number one, online church is going really well and it's going strong. Uh, people inside Iran and refugees in diaspora are connecting to our online church or virtual church. And as, as uh, David just mentioned, uh, you know, uh, in our groups, we have over 500 people that are being discipled. Uh, and we just had more groups added. Um, the other thing that it's important for you guys to know and point of prayer is sometime in January of 2022, we're going to be launching an Afghan online church, an Afghan virtual church. Now, we've had that for years on Skype and on Zoom, but now we are putting a better form into it and investing more in that infrastructure. So uh, a couple of things that I want to ask you to pray for us, please. And if you could pray, we would be very thankful. Please pray for God's wisdom, uh, anointing and favor over uh, launching an Afghan virtual church in January of 2022, finding qualified people to join us. Uh, there are not that many qualified uh, Afghan-born Muslim believers, uh, Muslim background believers that are available that can join us, but we have managed to find a couple of really good ones to pray for God to send more. Uh, and then the third one is we're focusing on children of Iran. And uh, in about 10 days, on December 10th, we are launching an online Sunday school. Uh, it's a super book. Uh, uh, super book is an amazing animation uh, that we have managed to dub into Farsi. And we are going to be launching on December 10th uh, at 30 minutes of pre-taped um, super book Sunday school TV show followed right after it by 30 minutes of in-person on social media groups with children and parents inside Iran, logging on and learning how who Jesus is and teaching their kids and their families about Jesus. Folks, when we talk about Hearts for Iran being a ministry that should be a ministry that we hope that you would support and you would pray with, it's because through partnership, we're able to have a very vast impact on different areas. And again, the heroes are our partners, um, but we provide free airtime to our partners so they could be online. So your, your, your support allows us to be able to pay for the cost so these leaders, these heroes uh, of faith will be able to continue their work and be able to send Bibles to the country around. I hope I answered those questions. Amen. Yeah, I feel like I hope this has been really helpful to everyone that's watching. Uh, as I said at the beginning, Giving Tuesday, we wanted to just, just go through some key points. Let me remind you what those points were. For Iran, it's one of the fastest growing churches in the world. Uh, there's a hunger for the word, and there's persecution that we need to get behind and support. Um, for the ministry of Heart for Iran, uh, we are a great commission-focused ministry. Uh, we believe in partnership to help your dollars go farther. And we are committed to prayer. So, guys, I hope this has been extremely helpful for you today. We want to thank you for joining us and participating. Would you share this with a friend today and let them know you have a heart for Iran? Um, the update right now that I'm getting from our online team is that we're at 611 Bibles right now, which is $4,278. Thank you guys so much for helping us just go way beyond our original goal. We still want to hit that thousand. And then hopefully by the end of the day, 2000. So please, there's plenty of time to give help spread the word in Iran. And we just want to thank you again uh, for being a part of what God is doing in the nation of Iran. I'm going to close with, uh, with one last testimony that came in and this, our team just uh, texted this to me right now. So I'm going to read it from my phone. It says, Ali has been asking for Bibles for months and was so eager to get them 
that he would email us every week asking, can you please send me my Bible? Finally, last week, he received the word of God. And, is, and he was so overjoyed that he sent us three emails back to back thanking us. He said, your holy book is so simple and yet so profound and mature, so full of knowledge and deep that the person enjoys reading it. I am very happy. Thank you. Now, that word of God has gone to somebody who has not given his life to Jesus yet, but he asked for it. And we are confident that there's power and authority in the scripture with the power of Holy Spirit, we pray that Ali would come to know Jesus. Amen. Thank you again for your partnership, for believing in, in us. And we hope that as we wrap up this year and we start next year, that your partnership would continue to see the day through. Amen. Amen. So be, be in touch with us, www.heartforiran.com, info at heartforiran.com. Please reach out to us if we can help you in any way. And God bless you. God bless you on this uh, Giving Tuesday. And thank you so much for standing with this growing church movement in Iran.